Welcome to the Simply Cosmopolitan podcast. We're your hosts, Ingrid and Isabella, and we're here to talk all things sisterhood, studying, self-care, and style. So grab your favorite coffee order and let's get into it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Simply Cosmopolitan podcast. Today, we are thrilled and so excited to be bringing you a Mother's Day episode with our one and only Ingrid P. Villarreal, (laughs) our fabulous mother. (laughs) Hi, everyone. I'm so excited to be here today with my two very smart, amazing daughters. We are all here and we're all drinking our different beverages and ice rolling our faces. We went to dinner last night and we all had an amazing soup, but the soup was on the saltier side. So we're all just ice rolling with our skinny confidential hot mess ice rollers. And we just love using that. So yes, we learn from the best and our mom loves to ice roll her face. Right, mommy? Yes. I'm actually doing it right now. I know. I love this. <laughs> yeah. The, the soup was so salty. Yeah. So, but it was delicious. So good. I know. Amazing. So you can't like deny that. Like, I know, so I good. Ice rolling always helps. But before we get into it, I just wanted to share with all of you. So in the past few episodes, I've been like kind of teasing to everyone about this Kendra Scott event um, that I'm going to be partnering with them. So it's going to be on May 19th from 8.30 to 10 a.m. at the Kendra Scott flagship store in South Congress in Austin, Texas. And it is a wellness event. I am so excited to be partnering with them. So excited. And so, so what proud it, of you, Ingrid. Thank so you, Ari. So what it is, it's going to be a 40-minute workout session with Erin Stewart from Savor and Sweat. She's a fabulous fitness instructor in Austin. And then it's going to be followed by a mental health discussion that I will be participating in. And I will also be sharing some different self-care and wellness advice tips. So the workout session will be followed by a mental health, wellness, and self-care discussion and Q&A section with myself and with Erin. And then it's going to be followed by some shopping hours that's going to support the kindness campaign. So all of the tickets, all the proceeds, and from the shopping as well is going to be going to the kindness campaign. It's an amazing nonprofit organization in Austin that's run by Andrew Lamont. It's really helping to support children's mental health and emotional well-being. It's an incredible organization and I am so thrilled to be a part of it. And I will be providing the link to RSVP to the event in our show notes and then also on our Instagram page. So I really would hope if you guys can make it out and join us, it's going to be so much fun. And there's going to be some good snacks and just a great group of girls. And you can take some photos. If you've been to the flagship, you would know it is the cutest ever. So yes, please come out and join us. I will be there taking some Simply content. (laughs) So I would really hope if you guys can make it. It's going to be so much fun. Our first Simply Cosmopolitan live event. I know, in partnership with Kendra Scott. I know. So thrilled. Okay, back to the main event of this episode. Interviewing the Ingrid Villarreal, the first Ingrid (laughs) Villarreal. (laughs) Okay, so should we just jump into it, Mommy? Are you ready? I am ready. So also before we get into it, so... Some of the questions are our own questions. We also pulled some of some, we also got some questions from Instagram. We did a little poll and little question box that you guys could ask questions. So now I'll just jump into it and let's start with the young Ingrid. Where did you grow up and tell us about 
you growing up? <laughs> so I grew up in Long Island and Long Island, New York, in a uh, Latina family and where English was my second language and uh, Spanish was my first language. So growing up in New York was so fun. It was amazing. Amazing experience. My dad worked in um, Battery Park, New York City. So I was able to go to New York City all the time. Mm -hmm. Restaurants, ballet, all of that. And I went to a Catholic school, elementary school, which really helped me tremendously with the with my English, mm -hmm. uh, especially with self-esteem. Yeah. You know, so with not being able to express myself very well, my thoughts. Yeah. I could understand, but I couldn't express my thoughts. So yeah, that right. was a challenge. But I put that at an early age into perspective to be able to master the English, not just so-so, but to master it really well mm -hmm. and uh, write it and be able to express my opinions on everything because yeah. that's the way I was taught at home. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, well, if you know her, you know, she's opinionated. Also, just to put things in perspective, now she's moved on to her gua sha and she's gua shawing while podcasting. So we <laughs> you love to, you swell <laughs> like I do. We love our multitasking queen. Yes, <laughs> she queen. is an actual queen. I know. Okay. Yeah, it's not just well, eyes rolls, also the gua sha. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay, so next question. So you grew up in Long Island, New York. Uh -huh. But then where did you go to college? So I went to college at the University of Florida. Gainesville, Florida. Um, and I basically went there uh, because my dad had gone to undergraduate there. And so I grew up, see grew up seeing a lot of his stuff, like a lot of like videos and a lot of like slideshow shots mm -hmm. of him um, being involved in different organizations and in homecoming. He graduated from engineering. And so so that's what I, that was why I wanted to go to school there. And uh, it was the best experience ever. And that's where I met daddy. That's where I met your dad. Yes. I know. I know. So I met him in chemistry, actually in chemistry, in chemistry lab. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we took the chemistry class together, but we were in different sections, but mm -hmm. we were in the same lab. Were you lab partners? Yes. Daddy asked <laughs> me to be his lab partner. And I was like, at first I was like, oh, I don't know. This guy looks really smart. I'm not sure how, <laughs> how I'm going to pair up with that. But he was really smart. He was the best of his class. He was asked to be the TA uh -huh. for, mm -hmm. for the, for the uh, professor upon uh, we finishing the class. So I did very well in that class. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was fun. And your dad was just one of the things about him was he was always so polite, so proper, so elegant, just amazing. And so I knew that like, we weren't dating or anything, yeah, we were no. just lab partners, yeah. but I thought, well, maybe I might should get to know this guy a little further. And then that's how <laughs> we met. So yeah. And all. you guys were friends for a long yes. time, right? Yeah. So we were friends before we started dating for like a year. Mm -hmm. We were really good friends. And then we started to work out together because, you know, daddy was really into weightlifting. Yeah. And so he would always go to the gym. And so I did too. And then he was into eating healthy. And I was obsessed with eating healthy because <laughs> I had inflammation. You Our know, health so, queen. Yeah. So I, I had to, I had no choice. <laughs> yeah, I had to think right. about what was the thing for me to do that would help me. And um, so anyway, we became really good friends. We had a lot of things in common, you know, so. Yes. No, I love that story. And anytime... Like there's been times where people talk about how their parents met. I feel like you you guys just like top it off because it's like, well, just wait. My parents are chemistry lab partners. Yeah, I know. There is chemistry and chemistry. There is chemistry and chemistry. Yeah. But yeah, but well, we became really good friends. Right. And we stayed friends for like a year and then we continued and then we didn't marry until nine years later. Yeah. Yes. Well, also while you were in college, 
you taught aerobics, correct? Oh, yes. Do you want so, to yes. talk a little Share bit about that? about that? So that aerobics that I taught was not for the university. Mm-hmm. Right. Because they didn't have, you. Ha- it was different. It's different than here at UT. Mm-hmm. So I wish I would have had that opportunity yeah. like you did, Ingrid. Uh-huh. I think that's an amazing opportunity because you get to know people within your, your classes that you're yes. taking. So I didn't. I worked for a gym, for a very nice gym uh, called the Gainesville Health and Fitness. And I taught like uh, step aerobics. Uh-huh. And it was the best of the best of the best. Mm-hmm. That took me, well, so your dad and I knew, knew each other, but daddy graduated early. Mm-hmm. At 21, he graduated from electrical engineering. Yeah. And then he left to pursue, to get his master's. And then, so he went to Cornell. Right. In, up in Ithaca, New York. And so while he was there, it was, you know, we were still thinking about what to do, all this stuff. And then daddy asked me to get married. And then it was like, okay, I have to finish, I have to get, finish my degree. And I want to do things for myself before I run into getting married. And then I have to honestly say, my parents were like, both of you are too young, let him finish his career and see what path it's going to take him and then get married. Mm -hmm. So I thought, you know what? My dad didn't get married until he was in his thirties. And in his time, that was old. He was in his early thirties and my mom was in her late twenties. So I valued their opinion because you know, my dad has p- since passed away, but if they were married today, they would be married for 67 years. Yeah. Right. They so, were really strong. So that was a strong, yeah, so I value his opinion and I trusted his opinion and mm-hmm. it was the best opinion that I could, the best thing I could have done, waited. Mm-hmm. And so after University of Florida, I went to, to work at JJ Finley as a program coordinator for their, for the uh, elementary kids. What is JJ Finley? If oh, you can so JJ Finley is an elementary school across, literally across the street from the University of Florida. It's been there uh, for probably now 125 years. Wow. So it's a long history and really interesting history. From there, I went on to get a job teaching English as a second language for the uh, Santa Fe Community College, which was for me the biggest honor to be able to teach English as a second language there. And I truly enjoyed it because it was people from all over the world coming, uh, professionals coming to the United States to practice medicine. There were already doctors or professionals there or, or students coming in to go to the University of, of Florida. But these, the, all these kids were highly intelligent and they would just have to take the uh, entrance exam for language to mm-hmm. master uh, yeah. language. English. English. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So after Gainesville and after you and daddy got married, talk about like you're moving where you guys have lived. Cause I know you guys have lived in so I many know, different but spots. It's been fun. It's been a fun ride. So, <laughs> so then we get married and then daddy had accepted a job at uh, Belcor. Uh, daddy graduated with a master's in electrical engineering and he accepted a job at Belcor in uh, Red Bank, New Jersey. So we get married, we move there and um, daddy loved, what he was doing and everything, but he decided uh, or right before we got married, he said, what do you think if I go to law school down the row? So I was like, oh my gosh, yes. I would support you 100%. So, so he went to Georgetown for law school and led us to Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. So we lived in D.C. We moved to D.C. And we, had, we basically downsized completely because mm-hmm. it was two years after you got married. Yeah. And then we moved to on Connecticut Avenue. And it was situated right in the heart of D.C., and uh, it was so easy for me, I decided I was going to train for a, a marathon. So it was so easy for me to go uh, running around that area mm-hmm. and then walking to Bethesda. 
just an amazing place to be. And the culture in Washington, D.C. is just amazing. One of my favorite places to live. Mm-hmm. Um, so the three years we were there were the most amazing three years, I think, of, you know, the, the, yeah. early on of our marriage. Yeah. And during that time, you were still teaching, right? Yes. So during that time, I, okay, so I accepted a job at a elementary school teaching Spanish for middle schoolers, setting up their program, their curriculum. And then during that time, I met someone who offered me a job for, with a Japanese company called Jepic. And so I worked for Jepic for the remainder of the two years with, with them. And I, I taught Japanese engineers because it's an engineering company from Japan. So they send Japanese uh, engineers to the United States for research or to continue on with their with the company mm-hmm. there. So they basically what I had to teach is not only English as a second language, but I had to teach culture. Mm-hmm. Some of them had never been to America. Right. Yeah. So they were not familiar with the culture. So culture and then English, mastering English. A lot of them came, they're very smart people. They came knowing English already, but they could not communicate effectively but they knew how to read it and they knew how to write it yeah so basically with me was pronunciation it was just you know the dynamics of how to you know to talk yeah or public speaking things like that no that's so cool so it was so fun so after dc where did you guys go next so after daddy graduated from law school obviously he was offered a lot of jobs (laughs) a lot of really fun places to go one of them was new york and i really Mm -hmm. wanted to go to new york but anyway and the others were in washington dc california so he was offered a job that in Houston, and we just could not refuse it. Mm-hmm. But I had never been to Texas mm-hmm. and never thought I'd end up in Texas, to, honestly. <laughs> what did you so, think of Texas back then? Well, like, did you think we, it was like all like cowboy uh, well, like, with horses? Well, in New York, we had, I went to a Catholic school for high school. Uh, it was one of the best private schools in Long Island. Mm-hmm. That was co-ed. And it was called St. John the Baptist High School, Diocesan High School. And um, we would have, it was an amazing school, but we would have like every month, we would have like a different theme. And we would have one day of every month, a a Texas theme. And that Texas theme was you got to wear cowboy boots because we wore uniform. So you didn't have to wear uniform that day, whatever the theme was for that month. And so that particular month, I mean, every year we had that. And so it was for the week. So you got to wear cowboy boots, cowboy hats, dress and jeans, whatever. So everybody wore cowboy boots and cowboy hats. And oh so gosh, it was really oh cool. Gosh. And that's, that's, yeah. I remember. So you got to get your boot. I remember my mom bought me boots to, yeah. to, to wear because I didn't have boots. I mean, yeah. I had winter boots, I would, but I didn't have cowboy boots. Oh my goodness. Okay. So then you guys went to Houston and how long were you guys in Houston? So in Houston, we were there for like a year and a half. Although okay. going back to what Ingrid said, how I liked Houston. Houston, when I first came to visit with the firm, they put us up for, I think it was like, uh, like the first time was like a week and daddy still had not graduated. And then, so we came and I, we went, they took, they knew where to take us. <laughs> so we went to like all the right places and I fell in love with the park, mm-hmm. Memorial Park, mm-hmm. because I could go jogging. Where we're yeah, park. I, yeah. I envisioned myself getting a dog, which I never did, but mm-hmm. getting a dog and walking around that park or jogging. And I thought, oh, gosh, I could do this here. I could do what I do in Washington, D.C. I could do it here. So so anyway, so that was our first time there. So then how did you guys come to Austin? Oh, okay. So so after, well, let's go back to Houston. So when we were in Houston, Daddy took that job. The firm, uh, oh, no, Daddy was, another firm had taken Daddy out to eat. Mm -hmm. And we all went, I went. And so they said to us, because they were trying to, 
recruit him. And so we went to here, but we already thought, well, most likely we're going to go into Houston. So, but daddy at that dinner, he said it was been an honor, you know, all this stuff, whatever. And that um, he wasn't, we, he we had to decline that we decided to go to Houston, but that I, he was keeping, he would keep his, you know, uh, connections with them, whatever, and future work with them. And so uh, one of the wi head wife's partner comes up to me secretly through my, through my, and whispers in my ear. She goes, if you're going to Texas, the place you need to go is Austin. You would love Austin. It's amazing. So I never forget that. I still hear her voice. Yeah. And then when I, so when we came to Houston, we moved to Houston, I was like, I have to go visit Austin. And then we decided one Thanksgiving when daddy had like, I think he had two days off. Cause when you start out in the law firm, you put a lot of hours in. So you don't really take vacation. So he, so anyway, we went and we came to Austin and I fell in love with Blake Austin. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my God, this is the place for me. This is where we need to be. So then we went back and I just, daddy already knew. And then, so he had a job, uh, uh, he had to, he had to come here for a case mm -hmm. and his client was here. And so I was like, this is where we need to be. And then as it turned out, daddy was offered a job here. And with another law firm here that he, they, they actually recruit, they called him to come here and we ended up, we took it and it was the best thing ever. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and that's then, where Ingrid was yeah. born and it's where Isabella was yes. born. <laughs> so then you and daddy moved to Austin and then you had me. Yes. Then we had you the best part <laughs> ever. <laughs> so how did you guys get inspired to name me Ingrid as well? Because okay. your your name is Ingrid too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but actually, I'm not sure if I was, I really wanted you to be Ingrid, to be honest. But the thing was that I was bedridden for the last six months of my pregnancy. So I was stressing of what to name you. And I was like trying to come up with a really uh, beautiful name for Ingrid. And I just, I, I was stressing and I kept going in and out of the, of my doctors. And then so, so my mom said, don't worry about it. We'll, we'll, it'll all come to you at one point. So the next thing I know is my mom sends me a quilt uh, that had needlepoint your name on it already. And she had Ingrid Villarreal. So I was like, oh, okay. Now I had to come up with a middle name. So I thought, I always loved my sister's name, Jeanette. And these are all recycled names in the family. So I thought, the wording sounds like so good. Ingrid, Jeanette, Villarreal. I thought it was so beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I was like, that's it. That's it. I love being named Ingrid as well. It's just such a fabulous, such a fabulous way to be you. It's <laughs> so funny, but no, really the name is just very different. Yes. You don't hear a whole lot of Ingrid's here in the United States, but if you go to Europe, you do see it because it's Norwegian mm -hmm. name. And it's just, it's really very distinctive. Mm -hmm. No, and what's also like really interesting, really funny is that my mom and I actually look a lot alike. We do. And so our, we both have like red hair and we just look a lot alike. And so our names are both Ingrid Villarreal, right? So when we go like to the hair salon or even to the doctor, they're like, wait, which Ingrid? <laughs> or people get confused. They're like, oh, like they meet my mom first. They're like, okay, that's Ingrid Villarreal. And then like a few days later, another time around, I meet them. They're like, wait, what? There's two Ingrid? Right, but they know as far as the birth dates, <laughs> age difference. Yeah. No, my favorite is, I think you were at like a parent like event at, at one of our schools and when Ingrid was a senior 
but they're like they found out that your name was also Ingrid and so the teacher was like oh Ingrid's a junior and you're like no she's a senior in in high school but they're like no no she's a junior as like Ingrid junior <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. it was, it really was so funny, funny. <laughs> so funny so now we're gonna go into a little more fun questions so we kind of hinted at it earlier but our mom is so confident and just always willing to put herself out there and express her opinion and obviously in a, in a positive way, but I think your confidence is something that's so admirable and tell us a little bit about how you got this amazing confidence that is so signature to Ingrid Villarreal. Okay. The first. <laughs> okay. So great. Okay. Ingrid Villarreal, the great, Oops, please. <laughs> so the confidence comes from first my parents, right? But not knowing English mm-hmm. and not being able to express myself mm-hmm. that in, in it, like it, we all take it for granted now that I could do this, right? Mm-hmm. Or you guys never went through this, but I had my own opinions and my own ideas in, in elementary school and I could not express them. Mm-hmm. So I could understand the English, but couldn't express them. Right. So that was really difficult. So I always promised myself given what my dad had said, that your opinion matters mm-hmm. <laughs> and that you, a boy, you could do what a boy does a hundred times better. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I have to master this English and I, and I have to let people know my opinion, but not enforce my opinion. But I also had a point of view, just like right. everybody else, right? And so that led me to that. And that also, again, for my dad, saying to me that if you don't believe in yourself, no one else is going to believe in you. You're the first person. You're your best cheerleader. And what you have to say matters just like you're the person sitting right next to you. And when you walk into the room, you have five minutes to make a presence. And those five minutes is when you sell yourself, but you're selling yourself, your ideas and your, your persona. So that is what like, you know, learning the language Facing sometimes I feel like if I had not had those difficulties in not knowing English, maybe I wouldn't have that the high self esteem that I have. Right. But it, but but above all is being myself, right. and whether never to be a people pleaser, right? Never being that, and just believing in yourself, believing mm-hmm. that what you with your gut that what you're doing is the right thing to do. But be open for opinions, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I I think that's one of the most like admirable things about you, mommy. Like your confidence is so incredible. And it's something like I really hope to emulate. Oh, you do already. You still like need to work on it. But I feel like my mom always has the best advice for confidence and also just like being my best self. Because it's so it's so much easier said than done. Oh, it is. Right. And I feel like it's always a work in progress. Oh, all of us, including for me. um, yeah. including for me, there's never a time that's always anything is, is easy, right? But you have to believe in yourself and you, you have to go in believing in yourself and that you, you, you matter. You're just as important as the person who's standing up there talking, who, who might be the head of a, of a company, but when you're sitting back and you're listening, you, you matter too. Mm-hmm you know, and use every opportunity as a learning experience. And I think also something that I love about you too, mommy, is how you are like 
the question was about how confident you are, right? right? But also about how you don't really let what other people think about you come into your presence and in your aura. You just do because it's your heart and your passion. Right. So what would be like your advice for people to kind of block out what other people are thinking about them so they can really focus on what they like to do? Or not just what other people are thinking, because oftentimes we just assume, mm-hmm. yes. right? That other people are thinking bad things about us, which it's often like usually not the case. What would be your advice? I think the number one thing is be yourself, right? And then everybody does things differently, right? Everybody can do whatever differently, but who's to say that, that theirs is better than yours or who are you to judge them? So do things for you, what you go with, what you think is right. Mm-hmm. And then along the way, treat other people with respect because they have something else to offer too mm-hmm. that's important right? But you're, you're valued. And so, yeah. So just being confident comes from not just from, from luck, but hard work, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now moving gears to some of the more fun questions. So describe your style and maybe some style tips or your favorite places to shop and all of that fun stuff. Okay. So style tip. I think I'm not, I don't really go with what the latest is mm-hmm. 100%. I pick and choose, mm-hmm. but I think my, my style goes with my personality. Yeah. I like clean lines. Mm-hmm. I don't like for me, given my age, because I'm not your age. Mm-hmm. Right. And I feel like I should dress appropriately. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm the first and fo- foremost mother. And so, and I know my age. <laughs> I had my twenties. I'm not in my twenties. So really, and I've never, I don't think I've ever really liked a whole lot, but so just, you know, clean lines and then just simplicity versus like a lot of like flashiness. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like I dress for me, I dress for me, what I like. And so the stores that I like, there's a lot of stores, different stores. I love Nordstrom's. Nordstrom's Mm -hmm. is amazing place to shop. And then I love Neiman Marcus. I have my go-to girl there, Debbie, who's amazing who understands me mm-hmm. and, and helps me dress me. She yeah. knows that my fat, what I like. And then the, the seamstress that works at, at Nordstrom's, we, and Isabella, we've known him since you guys were like, since we're like, like really two little. and four. Well, but now he's the, the seamstress. He's at, the head seamstress at, at Neiman Marcus. At Neiman Marcus. Daniel Escoval. Escoval. He yeah. is amazing. A talent, 100%. And um, he was on Project Runway. Runway, correct? that's right. He was one of the finalists, one he of the like, a, top three finalists. He is the nicest guy you will ever meet. Treats people with respect and kindness. Mm-hmm. He knows me that I don't wear mini skirts anymore. I had my time to wear mini skirts, <laughs> and he doesn't push that on me. He knows where I like my length dress and the pants, so he does it according for me. Mm-hmm. And so I really like that. But I have other places that I like to go. You know, it's just looking for things that you. For, for me, looking at places, at looking at clothing that fits my personality. Right. Yeah. What is like your favorite, like go-to clothing item? Yeah. Or like a closet staple? Well, a few years ago, I used to love wearing more dresses than I do now because lately I haven't been able to find a whole lot of dresses that mm-hmm. I like. Mm-hmm. But so lately I've been going to a lot more pants mm-hmm. and then, oh, I love Veronica Beard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her lines are clean lines. Not all of it, but I can find a lot of my stuff, a mm-hmm. lot of pieces there that are clean lines, conservative, elegant, sharp, not too frilly, you know, like that. 
Oh, I love my Veronica beard blazers that she has yeah. most of them. Yeah. Um, they're again, clean lines, very elegant. It's a piece that makes a statement, but yet it's not overlooked. Yeah. And you could wear them with jeans, with, uh, certain dresses. You have to be careful with the dresses, but you could put pants, yeah. um, and then jeans and different various colors. So yeah, I, I love her stuff. Her stuff is just amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So next is what are some of your favorite restaurants and things to do in Austin? Well, there's so many different restaurants we, we've gone to, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And that we like, but I have to say hands down for me again, mm-hmm. I'm not, uh, you know, everybody has their own thing. Seaclo yeah. as mm-hmm. the, at the four seasons, I have always loved it. And I continue to love that. We used to go when you guys were little and you guys used mm-hmm. to play outside in their little area with the swings, not swings, but what do you call the that? Hammock was, yeah. oh my God, it was amazing. But it continues to be the service that you get there mm-hmm. is amazing. Yeah. The food, they work with you. I have allergies. I can't eat certain stuff. They work with me to, to fit what my likes are. Mm-hmm. And then it's just so like clean, so elegant, so just beautiful to look out the window. If you're sitting inside and yeah. you have to look, I always sit by the window because I love, but if we sit outside too, if it's not too hot, I'll sit outside. I just love that, that you can see people walking by when they're running or whatever. I love that. It's beautiful. Yeah. landscape. Yeah. No, we know the waiters over there. They're so nice. And then also we know the sommelier. He's just amazing. Mm-hmm. I just love that place. Yes. Okay. What is your daily perfume? Well, there's a lot that I go, but Joe Malone, mm. I love Joe Malone. I can't go love Joe Malone. I think it's I amazing. got that from you. <laughs> yeah. I love Joe Malone. In fact, Definitely. I think you got one of your friends one yes. again from Joe Malone. I said, it's the safest thing to do because their lines are really clean lines. Most people, if they have allergies or skin sensitivity, it doesn't affect them. And this, the odors on these perfumes are just amazing. Mm-hmm. It's a I wear perfume not to smell pretty, really. Mm-hmm. It's because they're a, it's a mindset to make me feel good. Mm-hmm. Right. So when I put it on in the morning, I like to find one that is soft and that I'm not, it's not going to be empowering on someone else who's sitting next to me mm-hmm. who might have allergies, might start sneezing, or I'm always thinking of, it, can it affect yeah. the person who's sitting next to no, me? No, exactly. And I feel like also sometimes there's like perfumes that are super overwhelming and then just like too yes. much. And then even like throughout the day, it get like kind of gives you a little exactly. bit of a headache. A headache. Yeah. And I don't like perfumes that smell like flowers. Mm-hmm. I feel like flowers mm-hmm. has, has a place to be flowers. <laughs> no. Yeah. For, for me. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. But what also I like about Joe Malone is those are like stackable perfumes in the yes. sense that like you have a couple of different ones you can like pair them all at the same time it smells good well now that I'm speaking to you guys I do not believe that I have a Joe Malone perfume but it seems like the both of you do so I feel a little (laughs) excluded I'm already excluded from the Ingrid name so now I'm also excluded your name is also a family name Isabella's name is just I'm just I'm not a member of the Ingrid club so okay well let me just tell you I must join the Joe Malone club let's clarify your name Isabella so Isabella's name has been in the family for a very long time but then when Isabella was little when Ingrid was little, we used to read Isabella the Ballerina. Do you remember that? Isabella Ballerina? No. No. I thought yeah. it was Angelina. Angel, no, it was Angel. But then there's another one that came out with Isabella. It was oh, Isabella. A we own the books, book. I do remember. We yeah. own the book. Also, oh, we, wait. I do remember. But I thought that book we, was after Isabella. The one that oh, I'm talking about was a little mouse. I'm pretty sure it was Angelina. But, no, but your middle name was Elizabeth. Yeah. And like Elizabeth, Isabella. It's like, Span- like Spanish, Isabella. Yeah. Kind of. So. So no. yeah, so Isabella, and then Isabella's middle name is Isabella Yvette. Mm-hmm. It was also from 
uh, what was that storybook oh, that we used to read? Madeline. Madeline. So it's Madeline and Party. So she would have friends. And so it's Madeline in Paris. And so she would have parties and in these books, because I was, I, we, we read those books in and out. And I bought every single book that included Madeline because it engaged the girls into reading. Yeah. And so we were obsessed with them. It taught them about traveling. It, ta- it talked about culture, uh, different countries that they, she visited. And then she would have her little French friends. And one yeah. of her friends' favorite friend was Yvette. Yeah, I think it was like the orphanage. Remember like, like Madeline? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, part yeah. Exactly. Of the orphanage, and like exactly. one of her orphanage sisters was yes. named yeah, yeah well Yvette. actually speaking of madeline one time we dressed up we did like a like a mother-daughter costume and ingrid was madeline my mom was miss clavel the the mm-hmm. nun of the orphanage if you yeah. know you know yes. the story yeah and i because i was so little i was a flower that was along the pathway <laughs> <laughs> isabella was six months old was flower yeah isabella was a little Anyways. flower pink flower <laughs> next what is your skincare routine? Oh, skincare is my favorite. Thanks, girls. Because <laughs> that is really fun and it's important. A lot of people also gave you compliments on Instagram. They said that your really? skin looked oh, beautiful. I didn't know that. Well, thank you. No, well, you know, I did not, like everybody, I did not wear my sunblock because I'm older. So my, I didn't wear my sunblock like I should have in my teen years. And I grew up in 20. New York. In, well, teen. Because, oh, okay. you know, it comes back years later. And so anyways, I ended up with basal cell carcinoma. Uh, it was a little tiny little mold, the size of a little, like a little speck, tiny, tiny, tiny. And, um, I had no idea I had that. I went to get a facial and at Westlake dermatology and, and it's basal cell carcinoma, but it's a, of all the cancers, the best cancer to have, but still you have to be careful right. and we had to remove it. So I had it removed at Westlake dermatology and, you know, it was really deep. It was yeah. the size of a strawberry. No, it was really when it was done. It was really not. It was really informative. Your whole experience was really informative because ever since I can remember, since Isabel and I were little, my mom would always tell us, "You girls, you need to put on your sunscreen." Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, even for tennis camp when we were like little, we were like, "No, we don't want to put on sunscreen or whatever." But then this whole experience with my mom going through Mo's surgery and us really witnessing it. It was, it was huge. It was, it was the whole, it was really big. And so now it's, I I really have made sure that sunscreen is always part of my day. And then I do try to put on a visor, especially now when it's the summer or a hat. Yeah. And something else that I think is also good is that like today, sun protection is really trendy, which is good. You know, it's good that doing something to protect yourself is, is on the trendier side as opposed to back then when it was more popular to like go out in the sun and tanning beds and whatever. Right. And like in my time, the sunblock that was available was white, not tinted Mm -hmm. and really thick and really gross. It felt like it just didn't feel good on your skin. Mm -hmm. Today, there's color science, there's skinceuticals, there's revision, there's Elta MD. The the sunblocks are made tinted, non-tinted for whatever light, matte or a little sheen that gives you a glow Mm -hmm. uh, when it's tinted or even if it's not tinted. And um, so it's amazing. Most of the time you do not need to wear makeup because yeah. their skin color tinted gives yeah, you a little something glow. else that's really important that we've learned from you and other um, dermatologists and skincare experts is that it's really important to put on actual sunblocks. I know a lot of makeup like foundations claim to yeah, have SPF, yeah. but it's, you can put that on top, but yeah. most important is to put on sunblock. Exactly. Like actual sunblock. Yes. So the first thing on your skin should be sunblock. 
Okay, so that was sunscreen. So what else is part of your skincare routine? Like products and stuff. Products? So, okay. So like routines every so often, hydrofacials or facials, but hydrofacials I love. And then I also do derma planning, which is like amazing to get that kind of like a fuzz off your skin mm -hmm. very lightly. And then microneedling every once in a while. You could do it as, I think you could do it as often as every six, four weeks. I think it is every four weeks, but you're young. So you don't really need it, but maybe once every six months mm -hmm. and then like make the derma planning, derma planning, maybe every, like every two or three months. Cause you know, and if you have any, sometimes right. you don't, it comes with age yeah. and then a hydrofacial is what I would recommend for you guys. Yeah. And, and, and it's real, it's amazing. Yeah. You could see the transformation and then uh cool touch is 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 a laser it does not hurt you guys have had it yeah and actually that helps to heal any type of acne from stress from school from everything and then um, well i've also like so cool touch is a laser that helps with acne but it also helps with acne scars too yes totally. i was searching it up the other day and i found that it's not only just used for acne but it's also used for scarring and then also just like fine lines but i get it for i get it occasionally just for yes acne. yeah but I think it's a great tool to go to, to get. Mm -hmm. What about products? So I know sometimes you use like vitamin C from SkinCeuticals. Is that still part of your, your routine? Yeah. So I use Revision, which is a line, a complete line. So I use Revision Brightening Wash. And then I follow it with Revision D, uh, DEJ eye cream. And then I use SkinCeutical CE Ferulic, mm -hmm. which is an oil. All this before I put on sunblock. Mm -hmm. And then I use Revision face cream, mm -hmm. which is a moisturizer, but it's a light moisturizer. And then I put my sunblock on, Okay, you know, and then, but if it's really hot that day, I'm not really hot or humid. I might eliminate the revision face cream okay. and then just put the sunblock on, but put not a little bit. A like lot. I was sharing with my mother, but I asked my mom to show me how much she puts on. Mm -hmm. I was like in awe. I'm like, could not believe that's nothing. No. I mean, you have to put, they all have expiration dates. So yeah. you just use it up. So I, you, you, you cover your entire face, your ears, your nose, your chin, your neck, and your upper chest mm -hmm. areas that are exposed. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're going to need you for another episode where we talk even more about skincare, especially because we know you have a bunch of different like skincare devices, like the Glow Pro for microneedling or the new face, Yes. which like, gonna, what is the new face? Like, isn't it like electro current? Yeah, it's like a handheld. It's a really cool. Oh, that device. little. Yeah, so we're gonna need really you good. on another episode. Yeah. Just, okay. So given that this is a Mother's Day episode, I know this is gonna be released the day after Mother's Day, but it's a Mother's Day week, yeah, right? Always, we get to always celebrate our mothers. Exactly. Every day is Mother's Day. <laughs> um, what do you would you say for our listeners is a good way to spoil their moms or just do something fun with their moms, just from a mom's perspective? From a okay. So I, you don't need to really spend a whole lot of money. I think just letting your mom know how special she is and how you appreciate her and her time, whether it's limited time because you, your mom works or, or whatever is letting her, letting her know that you appreciate her and you can make a card. You can start to give her a card that you've made or purchase a card and the words that you use in there are powerful. And then maybe bake something for her if she likes cookies, her favorite cookie or her favorite bread, give her that and maybe go on a walk with her. Start the day with going with a walk and a good coffee. 
And that I think would be like the perfect mm-hmm. thing. I love going on walks with you, Wally. Oh, I love going to walking. Yes. It's too bad the weather today is like, you can't tell it's raining and it's not. And then the thunderstorms. And then it storms. says it's about to like storm. So it's like, we don't want to be caught outside. I love going walking with my girls. Yes. And my son and our my mom, other. Mm-hmm. Our mom is the power walking queen. She's just the queen of so many things, well, but power walking is one of them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So another question that came in from the Q&A on Instagram for you, mommy, is how did you raise such smart daughters? And that, that's just such like a compliment to from our bestie, Cameron, that we oh, love. We love Cam- I love Cameron. Cameron is so sweet, so kind. Just her mom did an excellent job with her. Yeah, Cameron's job. incredible. We yeah. love you, Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you want to answer this question? So, okay, so- there's no trick to the game or anything or that you guys were smarter than anybody. No, I think is installing in you early on, to be honest with you, is reading for even when you were babies, like little babies, you can really, I, you guys are sponges. All babies are little sponges and they're all uh, waiting to, uh, you know, they listen, they look at you. So one of the things I started doing with you is reading to you often in the morning, during the day, playing music, classical music, and then, and just reading and trying to show you photos, like mm-hmm. even whether you looked at them or not, <laughs> I, I couldn't really yeah, tell, yeah. but I could tell that you were following, like you, you were listening. That reading teaches young children um, language and listening yeah. skills. Yeah. And I feel that that's why both of you excelled early on in listening skills. Yeah. And I think also something like now that I'm older and I can look back at my experience when we were little. I think also we had a huge advantage because my mom was an educator, right? Yes. So that was also part of your passion and yeah, your I nature, love, I right? Love kids. I still do. I love kids. So yeah. my mom always tried to make it fun for Isabel and I to learn. And yeah. that would, you know, over the summer when it was like doing little workbooks or different activities like that, my mom would make it like a game, right? Yeah. Would make no, it actually, fun. so when I was in pre-K, I had like an accent. I think I, I broke my nose several times, but- I think was it like at like a playground? Yes, it was a playground. Or did I fall out of bed? No, I don't know. It was a, one no, of those never times. It was the playground. Okay, so yeah, so I took a leave of absence, and every day. But my what mom happened? Went, tell tell everybody what happened in the playground. Yeah. Oh, I just like hit my face in the playground, <laughs> like your nose, my nose. Yeah, yeah. How? Yeah. I don't know, Ingrid. Like, I don't know. I think it was are... off the swing. I think she got off the swing, and then no one, no one intentionally did it uh-huh. to help hurt Isabella. But the swing came back. I don't think so. Yeah, like, it was your nose. So I took a leave of absence, and every day my mom and I would drop off Ingrid at school, and we would go to the Barnes and Nobles in Westlake before it closed. That was this was the OGs now. Yes. Anyways, and so we would first go to Starbucks, and back then I was not get coffee. Free. Yeah, my mom would get an iced coffee. And I would get, you know, this like little like milks that are like from that, that cow brand. What's it called? Like Horizon? It was organic. I don't know. Yes, yeah, it, it was a little like cow jumping and I'll get like the vanilla flavor. Mm-hmm. And my mom would buy me like a little treat and we would go to Barnes and Nobles and I don't know, you would like teach me like lessons. Like well, no, we would, yeah, we would go first. We would start off in the kids section with the books and I'd say, Isabella, go pick the book you want to read. And then, so she picked the book that she wanted to read and then um, we would go off. Yeah. We and had then, so much fun. Oh, we, it was so much fun. Yeah. And I could see Isabella would pick up on words. Like she, she could tell like the words before she didn't hesitate on pronunciation. She recognized the word from before. Yeah. And so I realized with her and, and the same thing went with Ingrid was that the reading that I had done when they were little 
they had recognition to those words. Mm-hmm. They recognized well, and that's, those words. Those, in those two months, you taught me how to read. Yeah. And then I remember after my leave of absence, oh, we returned. <laughs> <laughs> and so basically in pre-K at the, the pre-K that we went to, parents would often come in and read to the class. And so my mom's like, oh yeah, um, Isabella's returning. And, you know, I thought it was a surprise. I no, thought, like, no, no, I, no, no, it was I a was surprise. to school, right. Yeah. So Isabella's returning, but uh, oh. we would like, yeah, no, not just, just for that one day. No, that was my return to school. No, 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 no. Because okay. the school was going to finish. Okay. Anyways, it's a mess. The, okay, the, the year was going to Going into summer. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Isabella want, you know, wants to see the class one more time. We're going to come in and uh, we're going to read to the class. You know, I'm going to bring a book and we're, I'm going to read to the class. We'll bring some popsicles and Isabella and I will return. So, okay. We have the day scheduled and I pick a book and it's like the Eloise road trip book. Yeah. Yeah. And so by then my mom had taught me how to read and I practiced reading that book, but everyone in the class thought it was going to be my mom. Yeah. So they said, the remember, they set the little chair yeah, in a circle in and that every, room. every Friday it was a different parent reading. Yeah. And so anyway, so. so we walk into the class and we hand out the popsicles to everyone. And then they're like, okay, like Ingrid, like Ingrid, the mom, yeah. <laughs> um, come read. And then I just like toddled up there instead. And I read the kids couldn't believe this. Like, oh, wow. Did you hear that? Isabella knows how to read. Whoa, whoa. Both girls and boys. It was so funny. But she did read. She read really fluently and she read at an advanced, you know, a, like yeah. a young child in advanced level. But all it is is practice and it's reading to your child early because that improves cognitive skills. Yeah. So you don't need to be a teacher to to yeah, or yeah. to or you know, you could be in any field. And as long as you spend time with your child and you uh incorporate in their in the, as a as, as a baby and in their life as they're growing up the importance of reading and the love for reading yeah I think this like foundation even though it was such a long time ago right when Isabel and I were were younger um I did think it I do think it set the great foundation for us um and a basis of education and a love for learning mm-hmm. and obviously like now we're at the point where we're much older. I just graduated from undergrad. Isabella yeah, exactly. is an undergrad. We're we're not obviously so doing the same things like that anymore. No, but, but yeah. It's that that love of learning that we still have. Yeah. And just yeah. No, I totally agree. Yeah. And I feel like with books, you books k- takes you to a different different area. Yeah. And then also, so yeah. Also, I think when you were little, you kept us very busy in a good way. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we were always, especially over the summers, we always were like had a schedule you know what yeah. I mean and so I think that has translated into meaning grid always like to stay active not just in terms of like active like exercise but just active in terms of doing different things you know sure you stayed active with certain sports yeah you also had downtime yeah, to yeah. free time to do whatever you wanted to do I guess I meant active like we were never just like watching tv because yes. you didn't like that for us you know and yeah. that's good I'm glad that we always whether it was at tennis camp or playing with American girl dolls or I don't know yeah hang out with so you, you know? do you really learn as a child from tv unless you see a program that is educational and unfortunately now today there are more but still I feel like you could do you could be more productive uh reading books um yeah. you know and then then watching tv I feel like nothing productive is done by sitting there and watching someone else you know mm-hmm. and and you learn things maybe that you didn't learn before. And another thing I feel is really important with kids is actually sitting down at dinner 
as a family. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's probably one of the most valuable things you could yeah. do because we would talk. But the thing is, like, it's hard for a lot of people to do that, right? And we were really fortunate that we were able to. Yeah. But whether it's you sit down with your mom or your dad or both, or, you know, you sit down and you talk, use the opportunities as the kids are growing when they're even little to talk about the value on education. Exactly. You know, and the different fields. Okay. Now we're transitioning to the fun segments. Okay. So first we have this or that questions to ask you, mommy. Oh, okay. Okay. Wait, are so, we all going to be answering them or is it just mommy? Oh, we could all answer them. That would be fun. Yeah, let's all answer them. But we'll okay. ask you first, just kind of quick this or that. Yeah, it's fast. Yes. So okay. wait, wait, this or that meaning what? This, you'll, you'll see. You'll okay. see. You'll see. Okay. okay. Are you ready? Yes, I am. Okay, drum so roll, ready. please. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> gold or silver? Jewelry. Silver. Oh God, Ingrid? Gold. Mm, I think gold, but silver with diamonds. I could do a mix. Oh, yeah, I love a mix. Too. Love a mix. I do too. Agree. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Next one. Going in. No. <laughs> going out or staying in? Both. For me, both. I like, I love going out, mm-hmm. but I also love staying in. I love, have this beautiful house. Yeah. I love my house. So yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm going to have to say both. Yeah. I have to say both. Cause I like to go, I like to get ready to go out, but mm-hmm. then I like to like stay in. I need a, he- a healthy mix. I need a healthy yeah. mix. Yeah. 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 Okay. Next, beach vacation or city vacation? That's a hard one. Both. For me, it's city vacation. For me, it's both. And it kind of, but it kind of depends on like the season and like the mood. Yes. Mm, Totally. Depends on the beach for me too. (laughs) Yeah, that's true too. (laughs) No, I'm very, no, it's true. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) Okay. Dainty jewelry or chunky jewelry? Well, it all depends on your outfit. For me, it yeah. depends on my outfit. Mm-hmm. I like both. Okay. I like both. I don't like thick, is that thick jewelry? Yeah, like chunky. Yeah. Chunky. It doesn't go with all this stuff. Yeah. Right? So it's a combination. Yeah. Okay. Yep. For me, I like dainty. Definitely so. But I also am not opposed to like like a thicker gold necklace, but it would just be like a statement necklace. Yes. And that's yeah. it. I was going to say the same thing. I mainly have dainty jewelry. So I'll just say dainty, but I do appreciate a chunky necklace. I think that could make a very like big statement yep. and it can look very nice. Yes. I've seen very nice like outfits totally. with it. Necklace or bracelets? For me, probably a necklace. I would have to agree with a necklace because I feel like a bracelet, sometimes it can like fall off or you have to like worry more about it getting caught in something. Whereas a necklace, like I literally wear these two necklaces every day and I never think about it. Mm-hmm. So it's just easier. Yeah. For me, it's also necklaces. But I also like want to get into bracelets too. <laughs> I know. I just I feel like to like do more thinking about I it. I feel like it's not as practical, at least for me, on the everyday. Yeah. But morning or evening? Well, for me, I, again, sorry, both because I love waking up early because then mm-hmm. I have a productive day, mm-hmm. and I my day is longer and I can mm-hmm. get things done. Yeah. But I also love the evening because it's the time to relax and. Mm-hmm chill and then just enjoy the beautiful night whether we were staying in staying sitting outside enjoying the view or just you know just enjoying a night Mm -hmm. you know yeah so both for me I'm gonna say morning for me I love like the potential of a morning you don't know if it's gonna be like a productive morning or if you want to have like a lazy morning in but like where it's like you really have just like a fun lazy morning in like this morning we had cake for breakfast, you know, like those type of mornings. A small piece of cake. <laughs> graduation cake. Yes. Some leftover graduation cake. Um, or a productive morning where you go yes. like a morning workout and all that fun stuff. Yeah. What about you? 
I think it really just depends also on like the season or more of like the mood like yeah it just kind of depends no like, I guess context yeah. dependent I agree with that too because if it's be raining because it's raining it's a good time to sleep yeah. sleep in yeah if you can yeah and also like depends like for me it's like well it's school it's school <laughs> yeah like what yeah. am I doing in terms of school exactly like, yeah. exactly okay next question this one's hard spin class or yoga well I love the high on spin class yeah love it but I love the yoga what if I feel like after I get out yeah like you know like aches and pains or mm-hmm. Just the stretchiness is like a mental thing too. Mm-hmm. So I like those feelings. I have to say both again. Sorry. No, you're good. I would say spin class. I lately we've we've been going to Soul Cycle, and yes, love it. I love the Soul Cycle class. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's like a mix for me as well. Also very context dependent. Like if I'm very stressed out, and I sometimes like a spin yes, class is. Totally. The, best solution yes. or sometimes the yoga class right to de-stress so kind of just depends mm-hmm. next heels or flats heels or flats I can't do flats because flats gives me back pain mm-hmm. so I have to have either a wedge or a heel that is don't get me wrong I love my heels mm-hmm. and I wear them for special occasions but I can't wear them like super high heels yeah. all the time but a wedge or a heel that's at least three three inches tall but not flats yeah I guess like generally I wear flats I mainly wear like sneakers because you know school life in general I just normally wear sneakers but I love a heel and when I was little I was like when I'm older I'm only gonna own four pairs of flats the rest are gonna be heels and I got the number four because it would be a flat for every season just in case I'd have like a beach flat like a uh, a flip-flop or just like just one flat for every season. And other than that, it would be heels. But yeah, <laughs> now that I'm older, you are obsessed I know, with heels. That's I know for sure. that a flat, I yep. guess like a sneaker, which isn't really a flat, but like it's not a heel. So, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, it's kind of just like context dependent. I love a good flat, but I also love a good heel. I like collect shoes. Everyone knows. If you can't tell, we're kind of obsessed. We just like both. Shoes. We just, <laughs> but all the questions we also just yeah. have to say. Both. Okay. Time for the most likely to sister edition. So we're going to ask you a most likely to question okay. like out of between the sisters and you're going to answer with a name. Yeah. Okay. So we're not answering. It's just you, mommy. Yeah. Okay. There's no Sounds right good. answer, obviously. Okay. Most likely to be down for a shopping spree. Ingrid. Yes. Right? Yes. <laughs> well, okay. I love shopping. That's mainly because when I was little, for some reason, I was hated shopping. When I was, no. I was like against shopping Isabella, for some reason. But, but now I am for shopping. So if you ever want to invite me for a shopping spree, I will be invited. Yeah. Well, also, you guys go on a lot of shopping sprees when I'm in Houston. And so I'm actually left out. So I just feel like it's just... Not really. We don't go to... We like to walk around on yeah. the shopping center at Vice Village. It's so beautiful. Okay. Yeah. But, but yeah. Okay. But yeah. Which sister is most likely to be up for exercising at any time of the day? Isabella. Back. Okay. Which sister is most impatient? Isabella. Yes, I, I am very impatient. I need to work on it. You need but... to work on that. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. But all good. Yeah. Okay. Which sister is always running late? No, I don't or think Or most that... likely to be running late. Most likely, but not really. Maybe Ingrid, is it? But not really, because Ingrid, 
Ingrid plans like ahead. So I don't know. Maybe. No, it's not always running late. It's who no. would be more likely to be likely. Maybe. But not really. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. That's a hard Which one. sister is most likely to not respond to a text message or a phone call? Ingrid. <laughs> okay. Well, well that's, both, that's both. because my phone is uh, always on do not disturb. No. Yeah. But both of you. And so. Because I, I try to call that, Isabella. I, yeah. She doesn't answer. She, Isabella's at Rice. So I call her every once in a while, just check up to see what she's doing and just I answer. Yeah. Sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. But again, yeah. you're in class. So yeah. I, I get that. No, the thing is sometimes I'll finally get in the study zone. Yes. And it's like I agree. ring, ring, ring. No, but I agree. And I and I yeah. love that about you both. But I mean, but yeah. but I do like that you have your phones on yeah. whenever you can. Well, this was so much fun, Mommy. Thank you so, so much fun. for coming Thank on. Thank you. I, I love talking to you guys. We're definitely gonna have Patty. to we're definitely gonna have to have you on more episodes just to like get your expertise and advice and commentary. Thank uh, you. I just have to say that you make my Mother's Day, both of you make my Mother's Day very complete. Oh, thank you, Mommy. Happy, Happy Mother's Day. Happy, thank Happy you. early Mother's Day now, but yes. releases thank will be a you. late Mother's Day. But what I'm most proud of, I am proud of you academically, but I'm most proud of is how you treat people. Oh, thank your you, clients, mommy. You. And your and how you are respectful. Thank you, mommy. No, you so truly you. Me. I'm so, so glad important. you're finally on the podcast because if you guys follow us on Simply, then you know it's always the trio of us running around. Yeah, and yeah, you might see like three iced coffee cups in a photo, and you know it's the third member of the trio, Ingrid, Ingrid the first. And um, yeah, I'm so you're glad. just our biggest supporter. And oh, thank you. Like, thank you for everything that you do for us and thank just your you constant girls. support and thank being just you. a great role model. Well, you for both us. are have been my joy. If there's anything in life that I did well, is you two. So yeah, I'm you. very you proud of you guys. Okay, well, and to all of our listeners, happy early Mother's Day. Yes, happy early to Mother's your moms Day. or yeah. to you or to any your grandmothers, woman figure your grandmothers, in your life. Your grandmothers, your aunts. Yeah. yeah. Everyone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we hope you enjoyed and had some good laughs, some information this episode. As always, please, please, please leave us a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts. You know, five stars, a little review. It's so super easy to do. It's anonymous, takes literally five seconds, and that would be so helpful. And feel free to share this with a friend or anyone or your mom. You know, it's a fun episode to listen to with your mom. And yes, you can all ages. Yep, for all Grandparents, ages. Fun. Grandma. Simply Cosmopolitan is a podcast for all ages. Yes. <laughs> and if you liked this podcast episode, we encourage you to go back and listen to some of our previous episodes. It's just all about the Simply Cosmopolitan lifestyle and some yes. tips and tricks. Yes, for sure. So thanks for listening and see you next week. We hope you have a fabulous week. Bye. Bye. Bye.